Hey, Keurig coffee drinkers. Need a cold coffee with a bold flavor? Dunkin' Cold K-Cup pods were specially crafted for cold coffee. Brew over ice straight out of the Keurig coffee maker for smooth, delicious Dunkin' taste you know and love. Find your next Dunkin' Cold coffee in the roasted coffee aisle. And a good Tuesday morning to you. Get ready to pack your patience if you're traveling for the holidays this week. Yeah, there is a massive winter storm. It's taking shape. It's already impacting the nation's airports and the nation's roads. It's December 20th. This is today. Christmas week chaos alerts now stretching from the West Coast into the Midwest. Nearly 80 million people told to brace for snow, rain, and bone-chilling temperatures, creating horrendous travel conditions. From when it's starting to where it's heading, we'll have everything you need to know. Surprising move. Overnight, major stores limiting the sale of certain popular medicines after the triple-demic of flu, COVID, and RSV leads to shortages from coast to coast. So where can you find some relief? We'll have the very latest. Historic decision. The January 6th committee now recommending criminal charges for former President Trump, including inciting an insurrection. This morning, his defiant response and the unanswered question, will the Justice Department take up the case? A live report from Capitol Hill just ahead. Battle over the border. The Supreme Court rules to temporarily extend a key restriction amid fears lifting it would trigger a massive new wave of migrants crossing into the U.S. Straight ahead, where it all goes from here. All that plus, happy homecoming. Superstar Lionel Messi returns to Argentina overnight, World Cup in hand. Today declared a national holiday there for a victory parade 36 years in the making. We'll take you there live today, Tuesday, December 20th, 2022. From NBC News, this is Today with Savannah Guthrie and Hoda Cuppy. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza. Good Tuesday morning. So happy you're here today, Savannah, enjoying some time off. And Mr. Melvin, do you want to start your day with a smile? Give it to me. I got it. Check this out. This is happening now. Joyful scenes in (laughs) Buenos Aires, Argentina. Thousands upon thousands. They are lined up. Many have been sleeping there waiting for this parade, honoring the World Cup champs. Oh, my gosh. Like, that image wow. is insane. Um, watching Messi get off that plane was something special. It's, well, a, it's about 9 a.m. now. Yeah. No surprise they've declared it a national holiday. As, as it should be. Uh, we are going to go to Argentina in just a moment. First, though, we are going to start with that major storm that's on the move and what it could mean for holiday travelers. Yeah, from the Pacific Northwest to the central United States, 46 million Americans now under some sort of winter advisory. And it's extending through Saturday. That's Christmas Eve. That system also ushering in some absolutely frigid temperatures. Some areas expecting the coldest Christmas in four decades. All of it with the holiday getaway well underway for most folks. Here's a look at the crowd at Chicago's O'Hare International Airport this morning. Yeah, we're going to bring you the very latest forecast in just a moment. But first, NBC's Maggie Vespa is right there. She's right inside O'Hare for us. Hey, Maggie, good morning. Hey, Craig Hoda, good morning. Yeah, with that holiday travel surge, um, airports gearing up for it, and in some cases, clearly already inundated with it. Uh, the concerns are mounting. We had another instance yesterday of extreme turbulence sending passengers to the hospital, and now that potentially severe winter storm is forecasted to throw a stunning new curveball. 
Please keep all boarding passes out. This morning, with the holiday travel surge underway and crowds already flooding one of America's busiest airports, a potential wrench looms on the horizon. A major winter storm with a bitterly cold Arctic blast is set to slam the Great Plains through the Northeast later this week. Both United and American Airlines already waiving rebooking fees for those flying through Midwest airports, and United also letting passengers postpone their trip and dodge the storm. During this travel surge, two unrelated incidents of flight turbulence prompting concern. Five people were hospitalized Monday after a United flight from Rio de Janeiro to Houston hit unexpected turbulence. This after some 36 were hurt on a Hawaii-bound flight Sunday, also amid extreme turbulence. All this amid a holiday travel boom. AAA estimates 113 million Americans are traveling to see loved ones for the holidays. 11-year-old Lillian Charles is worried. The weather can mess up like all, all of your flights. Weather can, weather can ruin it. Yeah. And with nearly 102 million Americans hitting the roads this week, warnings are mounting. The good news, thanks to remote work, travelers this year are flexible. Peak travel days are spread out throughout the next couple weeks. Experts add airlines are staffed up, more often preemptively canceling flights ahead of likely snags. We're very optimistic. We know that if there are disruptions due to the storm, those passengers will be reaccommodated. Okay, so all this in mind, experts suggest that drivers check the forecast before hitting the road so you're not leaving during or driving into the peak of the storm. And if you're flying and you haven't booked your ticket yet, they also suggest trying to fly early and direct to minimize the chance of disruptions. And guys, as you can see, definitely leave plenty of time at the airport. Hold up. Yeah. All right. Good advice. Maggie Vest before us there at O'Hare. Maggie, thanks. All right. Samara Theodore from our Weekend Today uh, show and our NBC station, WRC in Washington, in for Mr. Roker this morning. So you're tracking mm-hmm. the cold. You're tracking the storm. How bad is it looking? Uh, well, right now we already have 46 million people under alerts at the moment. If you take a look in the upper Midwest and out towards the Northwest from Seattle to Indiana this morning, winter storm watches, winter weather advisories and warnings have already begun to go off because this storm is going to be having such a great impact across much of the East Coast uh, and in parts of the middle of the country. So here's a look at the timing on this. This starts to pick up tomorrow and it sticks around meandering through Thursday and into Friday with multiple impacts expected behind it, that blast of extreme cold leading to record-breaking cold temperatures for this time of year. So here's a look at some of the impacts through Saturday. We're talking dangerously cold conditions, wind chills. Thursday and Friday, they could be looking at damaging winds and blizzard conditions up along the Great Lakes into Chicago and Cleveland. And then behind it, this is going to be a story to watch, especially along the I-95 corridor. We're looking at freezing conditions that could lead uh, to a flash freeze as we head into Friday night into Saturday. As far as totals go, we're going to see some of the higher totals lining the lakes, the Great Lakes, that is, anywhere from 6 to 12 inches, but some areas farther north into Michigan could see 24 inches likely. So this is going to be a very impactful storm, and it's hitting during that crucial, critical time of of that holiday travel. All right. All right, Samara, thank you so much for that. Let's move now to another holiday week concern, especially if you're a parent with a sick kid at home. The worst flu season in a decade is raging on. And in a surprising move overnight, two major pharmacy chains, CVS and Walgreens, announcing they will now limit the amount of certain medications you can buy. NBC's Gabe Gutierrez has that story. Hey, Gabe, good morning. Hi, Hutter. Good morning. Many 
pharmacies across the country are struggling to keep up with demand for medications like children's Tylenol and Motrin. And now some members of Congress want the FDA to investigate what's behind the shortages. This morning, growing concern in the cold and flu aisle. Pharmacy shelves often strip bare of the medications that sick kids need the most. As respiratory illnesses in children keep spiking, sales of children's pain and fever medications have more than doubled from last year. To make sure more people have access, CVS is now restricting purchases of children's pain relief products to just two at a time, both online and in person. Walgreens imposing a purchase limit of six for pediatric fever meds, blaming increased demand and supplier challenges. The limit only applies to online purchases, not in-store. While the FDA tells us it's not seeing widespread shortages of these products, Johnson & Johnson, the maker of children's Tylenol and Motrin, says it's working to maximize production capacity. But some in Congress say more needs to be done. With two sick kids at home, Mom Natalie LeClaire says she's had to pay her pharmacist extra to compound a special dose of children's ibuprofen. The bottle cost $30, which was a lot of money compared to how much a bottle is usually, which is around $13. So I did that in the interim, but it's not a sustainable thing for us. Doctors say if your kid's usual cold and flu meds are sold out, consider buying generic store brands. They're just as effective. You may be able to give older children adult versions of certain medications, but definitely check with your pharmacist first. And if your child has a fever, medication may only be necessary if they're experiencing pain or discomfort. Otherwise, use home remedies like cold drinks, popsicles, and a cool towel to the forehead. They can all help bring the temperature down. I tell parents, don't freak out about the actual fever. If the kid's doing well, there's no reason to give a medication. The exception to that is babies under two months old. Experts say if they have a fever, take them to a doctor immediately. And as for the dwindling supply of cold and flu meds, the FDA says it is working with manufacturers to better handle surges in demand. Hoda. All right, Gabe Gutierrez for us. Gabe, thank you. We're keeping our eye on some breaking news out of Northern California this morning. A strong earthquake rattling people out of bed there in the middle of the night. The 6.4 magnitude quake hitting just after 2.30 a.m. local time. The epicenter, as you can see here, just off the coast, about eight miles west of Ferndale, California. Some video on social media shows shelves and furniture falling to the ground there. So far at this point, no word on any extensive damage or injuries, but officials do say there are scattered power outages in the area. Let's move now to an historic step by Congress against a former president. The January 6th committee now urging the Justice Department to prosecute Donald Trump, accusing him of insurrection and three other federal crimes. NBC senior Capitol Hill correspondent Garrett Haake has the very latest. Hey, Garrett, good morning. Hey, Hoda, good morning. Yeah, the report this committee will release tomorrow will lay the blame for that attack squarely at the feet of one person, former President Donald Trump. The committee's message to the Department of Justice, he must be held accountable and prosecuted. Wrapping up their sweeping investigation, the January 6th committee concluding former President Trump was the, quote, central cause of the attack on the Capitol, releasing a 154-page summary of their findings. After Monday's historic vote to refer Mr. Trump to the Justice Department for prosecution for his efforts to overturn the 2020 election and his actions during January 6th. No man who would behave that way at that moment in time can ever serve in any position of authority in our nation again. 
He is unfit for any office. The committee's evidence leading them to recommend the former president be prosecuted for four different crimes, inciting an insurrection, obstruction of an official proceeding, conspiracy to defraud the United States, and conspiracy to give false statements. The president has an affirmative and primary constitutional duty to act to take care that the laws be faithfully executed. Nothing could be a greater betrayal of this duty than to assist in insurrection against the constitutional order. Mr. Trump on his Truth Social site attacking the committee and the FBI for what he calls a, quote, partisan attempt to sideline him in his 2024 presidential bid. The criminal referrals carry no legal weight. Any charging decisions still fall to DOJ prosecutors, led by special counsel Jack Smith, who now oversees the department's ongoing Trump-related probes. To bolster their case, the committee released new evidence from Hope Hicks, one of Mr. Trump's closest advisors, who said she told him she saw no evidence of widespread fraud. He said something along the lines of, um, you know, nobody will care about my legacy if I lose. Um, so that won't matter. Um, the only thing that matters is is winning. The committee's summary also singles out people close to the former president for being less than candid in their testimony, including his daughter and former top advisor, Ivanka Trump. The committee is also referring Trump lawyer John Eastman to the DOJ on those same obstruction and conspiracy charges and referring four House Republicans to the House Ethics Committee for failure to comply with subpoenas. Three of those House Republicans and Eastman have attacked the committee as a partisan sham. The fourth, Kevin McCarthy, as well as Ivanka Trump, haven't come Hoda. All right, Garrett Hague for us here at Capitol Hill. Garrett, thank you. Turning now to some new developments in the border crisis amid a record surge in migrant crossings. The Supreme Court has temporarily halted tomorrow's expiration of a policy that allows the government to turn away asylum seekers because of public health concerns. NBC's Morgan Chesky joins us from Mexico, just across uh, from the border there in McAllen, Texas. Meg, Morgan, good morning. Yeah, Craig, good morning. And we are inside a walled tent city compound here in Reynosa. And with the future of Title 42 being uncertain, so is the future of the nearly 4,000 men, women and children who call this tent city home. Now, I want to keep my voice down because some of the folks here are still sleeping. But in camps just like this one, up and down the U.S.-Mexico border, people have been waiting for Title 42 to expire before crossing over. Now, many of them find themselves in a legal limbo as this political battle heats up. An urgent deadline this morning that could impact migrants seeking asylum at the U.S. border. The Supreme Court's Chief Justice John Roberts placing a temporary hold on Title 42, a COVID pandemic era restriction that makes it easier for the government to turn away people attempting to enter the country. The high court giving the Biden administration until 5 p.m. tonight to respond to the decision. Before the Supreme Court's order, the White House said it was looking for an additional $3.5 billion in funding to help prepare for the anticipated influx of immigrants. If Republicans in Congress are serious, if they want to help the men and women uh, at the DHS, uh, they certainly will uh, assist and uh, get this funding to us. The Department of Homeland Security also responding to the Supreme Court, writing in a statement, We urge Congress to use this time to provide the funds we have requested for border security, 
and management. This week, El Paso, Texas declared a state of emergency. The Texas National Guard deploying 400 additional troops to the border city on Monday. The mayor sharing their community has been preparing for a surge of undocumented immigrants, some forced to sleep on frigid streets. We're going to continue to proceed as if it was being lifted. Texas Governor Greg Abbott, one of several GOP leaders fighting to keep the policy, writing, the court order is a step in that direction. This helps prevent illegal immigration. NBC News Guadavanegas met one family from Venezuela who told him they planned to cross after Title 42 is lifted. She's been traveling with her baby for three months. ¿Qué ha sido lo más difícil esos tres meses? She said crossing Mexico is the most difficult thing. Border officials telling NBC News if Title 42 is lifted, they're expecting even larger numbers. A record 10,000 unauthorized border crossings per day. The impact stretching to New York, where the mayor says the city is nearly out of money, needed to shelter busloads of migrants arriving every week. Many sent at the direction of state officials critical of the federal government's border policies. Now, important to note here, this order from Chief Justice Roberts is not the final outcome of Title 42, but it does keep that policy in place for now. And meanwhile, some important context here. Organizers of this camp tell me that it has swelled, quadrupled in size to nearly 4,000 over the past year. And as many people as are here waiting to cross, there is still a waiting list of thousands of others simply waiting to get in here for the food, shelter, but most importantly of all, safety. Craig. Morgan Chesky there in a tent city that's been set up in Mexico. Morgan, thank you. Uh, we turn back to the weather now. Samar again in for Al. Yeah. And we're looking at this bitter cold because a lot of folks are getting ready to pack to head out. Yeah, that's right. We have a 100% chance of this bitter cold. Uh, and, you know, I want to talk about that because if you're headed from the East Coast to Texas, it's going to be cold there, too. Dallas waking up to temperatures in the teens Friday morning into the upper Midwest already starting to see that bitter cold. Today, though, we are in for abundant sunshine out towards the west, up into the northeast, but we are tracking some rain and storms down into the southeast uh, this afternoon and into the evening. And that's a look at the forecast. Craig, hold up. All right, tomorrow. thank you. All right, guys, just ahead. Man, what a wild scene in Argentina overnight. Superstar Lionel Messi, his teammates, they came home with that trophy in hand. A national holiday declared for today's victory parade. 36 years in the making. We are going to take you right smack in the middle of that excitement. Also, are you a kid adult? Yeah, it's a term now. A booming market of grown-ups now spending big on toys for themselves. <laughs> We're going to take a look at that trend and what some companies are doing to capitalize on adults who really just want to stay young at heart. But first, this is today on NBC. Caesar's Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesar's Rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. In life, we're often driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to find candidates isn't to search. It's to match with Indeed. Indeed's a matching and hiring platform used by over 300 million global monthly users, according to Indeed data. Need quality candidates fast? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging 
and you'll connect with candidates in no time. And it's not just faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And here's the best part. Listeners of this show get a $75 sponsored job credit, giving your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Back now, 7.30. It's a Tuesday morning. Check your calendar, you guys. It is December the 20th, Christmas, five sweet days away. And we got that beautiful tree across the street. We got a beautiful crowd. The background is beautiful. The foreground, even more beautiful. Yes. The crowd outside, we can't. We look forward to going out and visiting with them in a second. Inside, we have the lovely, good dazzling morning. Chanel <laughs> Jones. Chanel, good to see good you. Always good beautiful. Morning. Yes. Uh, good to see you. We've got a lot to get to this half hour, starting with your 7.30 headlines. A Los Angeles jury yesterday found Harvey Weinstein guilty of rape and sexual assault against one of four women he was accused of abusing. The disgraced movie mogul is facing up to 24 years in prison in California when he is sentenced. Weinstein already serving a 23-year sentence for a rape and sexual assault conviction in New York. Uh, now to the growing controversy surrounding New York Congressman-elect George Santos. A new a New York Times report suggests huge chunks of the Republicans' resume may have been fabricated. Companies that Santos claimed he worked for, including Goldman Sachs, say they have no record of his employment. And universities he says he attended could not confirm his enrollment or completion of graduation requirements. In a statement Monday, Santos's lawyer dismissed the story, insisting his client is being smeared by, quote, enemies at the paper. An urgent warning today for drivers of older model Chrysler and Dodge vehicles. Their parent company issuing a do not drive order for nearly 300,000 Dodge Magnums, Chargers, Challengers and Chrysler 300s. The vehicles involved are from model years 2005 through 2010. The recall comes after an exploding Takata airbag killed another driver. Owners of the vehicles should call the number on your screen to have them towed for service. Meanwhile, the tournament may be over, but World <laughs> Cup fever alive and well in Argentina as we speak. I bet it's going to be alive and well for a long, long time. <laughs> Thousands of fans greeted the champions as they came home overnight, led, of course, by Captain Lionel Messi. Today, it is a national holiday in Argentina. Amazing. They're celebrating that victory with a big parade. NBC's chief international correspondent, Keir Simmons, has more on the excitement. Hey, Keir, good morning. <laughs> Hey, Hoda, good morning to you. Great to see you, but forget about me. Take a look at these live pictures from Argentina as the World Cup trophy arrives back in that country for the first time in over three decades. And in case you're wondering, yes, you are looking at pretty much the whole country celebrating. Those smiles say it all. Argentinian hero Lionel Messi and his team back home this morning. The team posing on the plane, the pilot waving the Argentinian flag. And a rapturous welcome. Today, a national holiday. Overnight, streets packed with fans. No one sleeping here, trying to get a glimpse of their heroes. Celebrations continuing all day. The players will make their way downtown to the centre of Buenos Aires, surrounded by their ecstatic countrymen. The team having to duck a cable on their triumphant ride, but nothing can dampen their spirits today. 
Hailed by many as the greatest World Cup final of all time, a nail-biting finish, Messi's goals proving that he is the greatest player of his generation. It was a roller coaster of emotion. It was the most dominant final in World Cup history. For Argentinian sportscaster Andres Cantor telling Hoda and Craig yesterday. I was just trying to be... Uh, uh, you know, calm, cool and collected, but I was overwhelmed by emotions when, <laughs> with the last PK because, uh, you know, me saying Argentina campeón del mundo, Argentina champion of the world was 36 and a half years in the waiting. This embrace with Cantor and his son said everything about the emotion following the win. Uh, he told me sometime before coming to Qatar that you've seen Argentina win two times and I've seen them lose in every single World Cup that I've gone to since uh, 2006. I want to see them win this time. And I told him, son, this might be it. So he came, he came looking for me and it was just a, a father and son moment and I get emotional. I'm sorry about it. President Biden tweeting, congratulations to you, Alberto, and to every Argentinian for yesterday's hard-fought and well-deserved victory. You know, I think that messy guy might have a future. A true hero's welcome from a jubilant, joyous nation. And hold it real quick uh, before I hand back to you. In case folks don't know, the World Cup is coming your way. 2026 will be held in the United States and Canada and Mexico. And yes, that is me live on air pitching to our executive producer, Tom Razzarelli, to come cover it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yes, message received. You're on. Thank you. All right. This is, this is kind of cool for us here. Uh, we happen to have someone we know and love here today right there at the parade. This man, I want you to look at him. You don't know his face. We know his face. That's Luke. Lucas Vasquez, he's one of our producers. What this man did last minute was once Argentina was in the finals, he bought a ticket, he got on the flight, and he went to the heart of it. What was it like, Lucas? I mean, I, I, I couldn't miss it. I would, I, would, I would do anything to be here, and it was worth it. Um, it was madness. You know, today, people have been waiting here all night. The, the celebration started on Sunday. I promise you, it did not stop until today. People were oh sleeping goodness. here all night. The players got to the airport last night, 2, 4 a.m. Everybody was there, <laughs> thousands upon thousands. But nobody, no, nothing mattered. And people didn't even know it was a national public holiday when they went. They, they had no idea. So the players came down to multitudes an hour out from right here, the obelisk, the center of the city, in the airport. Uh, the players went to their campus, let's say, to get a couple hours sleep. I mean, they haven't slept since they won. And I get it. The adrenaline must be insane. But they're going to take the bus from the campus here to the obelisk, which is about an hour. Yeah. Let me tell you, it's going to be more than an hour. It's going to be five hours. Oh, there's not going to be one image without people accosting, surrounding the bus on what's a highway in the middle of nowhere. A highway. It's, I don't know when they're going to get here. Maybe 10 o'clock at night. So wow. it's going to be a fun, long day. Lucas, I mean, you're, you're Argentinian, and, and I, I loved the video that you posted on social media. Yeah. I mean, you were celebrating uh, just as much as anybody else sure. in those streets. What, what does it mean to you as a native son mm -hmm. to see something like this happen in your lifetime? Look, I mean, it's including myself, and I've talked to a lot of people here. It's the happiest day of our life. I know that sounds <laughs> insane, and it is insane, but soccer is like a religion here. Um, you know, the country's facing a lot of issues, um, but they've become completely secondary. Uh, it, it, there's a sense of national unity here that is so emotional. Coming here, there's strangers all in every block of the city, no matter how far you are from here. 
chanting, hugging. It seems like random people are your brother and sister. No matter what time, no matter where, it's it gives you goosebumps. But for 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 me, you know, all like like Andres Cantor said yesterday, our parents have told us for my generation what it was like to win the World Cup in 78, 86, what it was like in Argentina. All my life I dreamt about what that muscle was oh. like. Never did I think what happens to me in my lifetime. I can tell my I can tell my kids and my friends' kids about what it was like to be here. Oh, it's a very emotional day. Lucas, yeah. love you, we Lucas. love you, Lucas. That was beautiful. Uh, I've I've never seen Lucas that animated. Have I know. You? I mean, no, he's, 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 he's always, always right there. That's the best kind expert. of Lucas. Congratulations. How Thank about you, this also, yeah. Lucas, yeah. solid producer. Yeah, not a bad reporter. <laughs> Good job. Not a bad correspondent, there, there, Lucas. Good job, honey. Way to go. Safe travels. Please do come back to the control room at some point. Still ahead here on a Tuesday morning. Everyone loves giving and getting gifts, but what happens when you don't exactly love that gift that you just got? Mm. Well, an etiquette expert is going to join us to help you handle those those awkward holiday moments. But first, Joe Fryer is checking out a hot new trend. Adults buying toys for themselves. Yeah, so you've heard of kids and you've heard of adults. Have you ever heard of kidults? Well, they spend billions a year on toys. We're going to tell you who they are and why they do it. Coming up. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. It's time to breathe easier this allergy season with Breathe Right Nasal Strips. With instant nasal congestion relief for up to 12 hours, you can spend your time on your terms, not on your noses. Stuffy nose from outdoor allergens? No problem. We got you. Allergy season just turned into stripping season. Instant relief from nasal congestion anytime, anywhere. Need more convincing? Click the banner below and get a free sample. Breathe Right. Get your strip on. Use as directed. Turns out a kid can always be a kid. It's true. There's a growing trend that finds more and more adults buying toys for themselves. The group being called Kiddles, and it's proving to be a very big business. And our kid at heart, NBC News Now anchor Joe Fryer is here with more. This is a thing, huh? Yeah, good morning. I don't want to grow up either. You know, new data is showing that people age 12 and older, those are kidults, 12 and older, they now make up at least a quarter of toy consumers. And the industry's cashing in with new products marketed specifically toward millennials, even Gen Xers. Toys of Christmas past are now revisiting many in their adulthood. From adult Happy Meals... Here are the fries. And then a toy. To Barbie, who's starring in a new movie coming out next summer. Nostalgia is a driving force for a growing consumer group called the Kidult. CNBC reports that data from market research company NPD Group show adults who are young at heart spend about $9 billion annually. Jenny New got into Legos about six years ago when the Disney fan laid eyes on a special Disney castle set. They're really good at um, catering to adults. Just, I think basically they're aiming for the nostalgic thing. Now as a new mom... It's how she decompresses. I find building Legos to be like my my alone time. 
and then also practice my patience. The sets come in collectible series like the annual Lunar New Year Legos or investment pieces like the Millennium Falcon, each paired with thick manuals best deciphered by grown-up eyes. Over the past two-plus years, adults really started to gravitate towards toys and games, um, not just to spend more time with their families, which they were doing at home, but also for themselves to de-stress. Aaron Muterich is a former software engineer turned connoisseur of putty. He says grown-ups are stuck on reliving simpler times from their childhood. I think there is some level of nostalgia. Putty was introduced in uh, the late 1950s uh, to children. We've seen it time and again where adults maybe think it is for children, but then once they touch the putty that their children have, they they want one for themselves. He created a colorful and non-messy putty that can help some people dealing with anxiety. The first 10 years, I targeted specifically adults that work in offices, people that sit at desks uh, for stress relief, for fidgets and anxiety. Over the past year, the Kidult Group represented 60% of the dollar growth in the toy industry, despite accounting for only a quarter in sales. And toy manufacturers like Lego, Hasbro, and Mattel are tapping into nostalgia by creating products tied into movies like Star Wars and Marvel and classics like Hot Wheels, a whole new market for a group of adults embracing playtime again. I just feels like I've accomplished something. It's like art. Oh, Joe, we love this. We love this concept. Are are there categories, like top categories for for these kiddos? Yeah, and it's stuff you'd expect and maybe stuff you wouldn't expect. So at top of the list, you have board games. Of course, we we all know we play board games with our kids or as adults with our parents. So Mm -hmm. that's not surprising. But then you get into like fan or collectible items. And that is when you're talking about Star Wars type things or maybe anything from the superhero movies or maybe things that just you buy that is a toy from your childhood that reminds you of your childhood Mm -hmm. and makes you feel good. And then, of course, you also have puzzles to that's sort of the same category as like Legos, the things that help sort of help you relax, yeah, and feel more cool. mindful. So. What would be that. your go-to? Um, I like, I love a light bright. That's always been mine yeah. since I'm a kid. But I just feel like grown-ups don't play because we, right. we're so busy and you can't and let's wrap it up. But there is something about sitting on the ground and like really, mm-hmm. really playing. That's, that's why I buy you things for my kids. For you should. A light, a light, light bright for making things with <laughs> Do the girls, have the girls played with the light bright yet? Not yet. Not I, yet. Didn't, I didn't get it for them. I mean, so, the Santa didn't get right. it Right. So then you live, you know, you can live through them. Yeah. They play with it. We'll ask Santa. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe. All right. Shall we get another check of the weather from Miss Samara? Hi, hon. Hey, you know, it's one thing to be cold, but this yeah. wind is downright disrespectful. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's go ahead and take a look. I mean, we're talking dangerous cold here. Wind uh, chills could be as low as 40 to 60 degrees below zero from Billings to Bismarck, Rapid City, down into Garden City, even as far as northern Texas, Lubbock, Texas there. Here's some of the temperatures right now. Waking up in Great Falls, lowest on the board. It's feeling like 34 degrees below zero. How you doing out in Sioux Falls? Minus 24 uh, this afternoon. Not much improvement, not much relief. Temperatures still feeling like the negative numbers. And that's the weather. Chanel, Greg, right, Hoda. You look beautiful. Today, you're, you're, yeah. you're just a ray of yeah, sunshine. Know, <laughs> we needed it. We needed it today. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, you'll want to stick around for Popstar. We are going to show you what's being called the biggest stunt in the history of Hollywood. And you just know that Tom Cruise is involved. There's your hint. But first, these messages. It's time to breathe easier this allergy season with Breathe Right Nasal Strips. With instant nasal congestion relief for up to 12 hours, you can spend your time on your terms, not on your noses. Stuffy nose from outdoor allergens? No problem. We got you. Allergy season just turned into stripping season. Instant relief from nasal congestion anytime, anywhere. 
Need more convincing? Click the banner below and get a free sample. Breathe right. Get your strip on. Use as directed.